night, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Elio. He's Ben. This is the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ben, how are you? Now that enough time has passed to dim the pain in regards to Monday Night Raw, I'm doing slightly better. Wow. Um, Go on. And actually... Um, this weekend uh, has been and still is going to be very good because um, I guess this is a newfound benefit to having a birthday on a Monday. Oh, hold on, um, hold on, hold on, because yes, ladies and gentlemen, he was my co-host's birthday this past Monday. What you do? I had a crab feast. I, uh, I worked out. I uh, had cake. And I went to sleep. Wait, 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 wait. Chocolate? Uh, no, it's actually, um, yeah, it's it's chocolate on the inside, but with vanilla icing on the outside. Really okay, good. That's cool. That's all right. Very good. So you were saying about this weekend. So, so yeah, like I said, one of the perks to having um, a birthday on Monday. So I... The day before my birthday was the day we actually had the the crab feast, and then and then we had festivities on Monday, and then I'm also having festivities tomorrow because two of my friends are taking me out to dinner. All right, on. So I uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can I can sign up for food. That's fine. So. <laughs> So tomorrow is our first barbecue. Our very first barbecue since all this crap happened last year. Oh, very good. Because uh-huh. I see everything opened up uh, yesterday. Well, everything started opening up here. So like stores are starting to open up in like phases. And so um, everyone's fully vaccinated here. So uh, we're, we're going to have a barbecue inviting our friends over. Oh, very good. How many uh, how many people are invited? Uh, it's just like uh, my doctor, the one that that's took care of me from birth. Uh, she's coming with her husband. That's about it. And then my brother is probably gonna pass by with his girlfriend, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh, your brother's in town, eh? No, 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 the one that lives here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I always get the two of them confused, maybe because they're twins. I'll send you a picture of all three of us, then you can see. <laughs> but, okay, um, very good. Yeah, so tomorrow, um, but now, I don't know, have you heard about this new thing? They got this new variant, the Delta. The what? Delta, the Delta variant. Uh, no, I have not. What the hell is that? I don't know. No, they're saying it's some sort of a new variant where the two vir- there are two viruses instead of just one. I'm like, okay, just stop. My mom said, when my mom brought that up, the Delta virus, I'm like, well, I got the Air Canada virus. I'm going to get my Airbnb vaccine tomorrow. Exactly. That you know, was well, well played, stop. sir. Just stop. Yeah, this, this this just needs to go away. No, 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 it's not getting out of hand. Uh, see, just, just now you you feel it's getting out of hand. No, this, no, this whole saying, thing is bullshit. No, but I'm, I'm saying like okay, like for the longest time people have been saying okay, it's it's fake and it's getting carried away and stuff. 
but now it's like, but now it's like, uh, now I see what they're talking about. Like when everyone's saying that it's real and they keep saying it's all made up, now I see what they're kind of sort of talking about. Well, well did, you, did you hear about the latest uh, controversy with Fauci? What's this, what, emails? Yeah. It's oh yeah, I heard about like, the emails. Yeah, I mean, I, we're not conspiracy theorists, people. I mean, don't worry about that, but it's just, no. you know, yeah. we just got to get back to normal here. That's all we're saying. Seriously. So that's what we're doing. Um, tomorrow is our barbecue, and um, yeah. Um, however, I am a little bit sad. Oh uh, yes, cue, cue the funeral march music. Ben, Ben, NXT UK. My heart hurts. That hurt my heart. Kaylee Ray is no longer the NXT UK Women's Champion. That hurts my yeah. heart. <laughs> your, your tone is so sad. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's kind of. Kind of suckish, but um, <laughs> don't I have that? Don't I have that sad? Don't I sad? This is the only reason why I have that sad morose tone to my voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well played, sir. It, it, it reminds me of the, of the sad morose feeling I had when I was dealing with Monday Night Raw <laughs> on my <laughs> fucking birthday. Oh no, I'm sorry. You know what? I have to, I, no, 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 I'm very upset now. I'm very upset. <laughs> WWE, WWE, this man had a birthday on Monday, and you give, and you, and this is the present that you give him a crappy three hour show full of well, the same matches that we see week in and week out. And it's spearheaded by one of the worst ending segments I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, okay. What, uh, so, what in the hell was that about? So, so, but before we get into the review for Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen, um, let me let me give you a little personalized history lesson in relation to uh, Monday Night Raw here. Okay, so. I wanted to take you back first to June seventh, nineteen ninety nine. I was. It was was a very good day. It was a very good year. I was. I was. I was turning eleven years old. Okay. Uh, Monday Night Raw was on, and the higher power was revealed. Yes. Yes, that was one of the yes, June seven ninety nine. Yes, go on. Absolutely. So we have that moment. Awesome. It was me, Ben. <laughs> it was me all along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I I wish we could get back WWE creative of old because this one kind of sucks. But anyway, go on. Sorry. Fast forwarding a little bit. June 7th, 2002. Shawn, Mi- Shawn Michaels finds out that it was it was indeed uh, Triple H that bashed his head through the window. Oh, was that, the, was that the, the episode where they had the side-by-side with Shawn Michaels on satellite and Triple H in the ring? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't mm -hmm. know that was on June seventh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a positive. Okay. Uh, June seventh, two thousand ten. The debut of the Nexus. Oh, I love that one. That was awesome. That the ending. Oh my God, the ending. Everyone stunned silence at what happened. Yeah, that that was awesome. And then fast forward eleven years to last Monday night. Oh no! <laughs> the the, per, the perfect the perfect picture. To, to paint the destruction of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Was complete. Because we have all those classic moments I just described to you on my birthday. But year 33 did not start off very well as it relates to wrestling because we have Shayna Baszler, one of the baddest bitches ever in the history of NXT and arguably in the history of, of, of WWE at this point, based on how she was booked in NXT, we have her being chased, she being chased away and scared and dodging light fixtures and shattering mirrors because she is afraid of a fucking doll. No. Oh, hold on, Ben. Okay. Yeah. In in her defense, a while, years ago, we had this uh, doll with like white eyes, and I was freaking scared of this thing. <laughs> and like it was sitting on a chair in the living room. My cat was sitting on the table, on the coffee table, staring at the doll. And then he was staring at me. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, Ma, look at that. Look at that. Even the cat's afraid of the doll. Get rid of this thing. <laughs> well, I wish I wish they would have gotten rid of this segment. Because, because, uh, because I, I looked at the cat I'm like, are you afraid of the doll? The cat's like, <laughs> Well... I, I was certainly afraid of this uh, this segment and the fact that I might die of embarrassment that I'm still watching this bullshit in 2021. Um, you know, in, but in all seriousness, that was just absolutely terrible. Um, absolutely terrible way to end it. I mean, lowlights of all lowlights, to tell you the truth. Um... You know, the old, there's very, very little that I can point to that is a redeeming quality of WWE TV as a whole right now. Uh, but Monday Night Raw is just the drizzling shits. I, I mean, you know, the only, the only conclusion that I can draw here, ladies and gentlemen, is that one, well, couple, couple of options here, a couple of combinations of things going on here. One, um, I truly believe that no one gives a shit based on the fact that WWE already has their money. 
Number two, we have we have seen the degeneration of the product for years, and we just now happen to be at the bottom of the barrel. But it's not like this wasn't coming for a long time. I mean, you know, we we did we did see one of the most badass tag teams shaving each other's backs in the showers after being humiliated with Usi hot. That was terrible. Um, Come on. Um, but but even even that may have been superseded by what we just dealt with with Shayna Baszler and Lily. Um, that was just atrocious. Um, and Elio, I know. God bless your lucky bastard heart. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that you do a uh, that you do another podcast on Monday nights. So you don't have to. Yes, we will uh, get. We will talk about that at the end of the show before we sign off. Absolutely, and you know, I just I sit there and I am legitimately sad. I mean, it, it would be so easy for me to go on a rant right now uh, as to the current state of Monday Night Raw. And by and large, the main roster in general, and, and God knows if, you, if you've been listening to this show for any decent amount of time, you know that I have a, I have a tendency to go on a rant. Um, but th- th- I was struck speechless by the stupidity of this whole entire thing. I mean, how far can one individual fall in WWE? I mean, you know, I didn't think it could get any worse than Ricochet. But apparently, Shayna Baszler may very well have won out Ricochet in terms of how far the great do fall from NXT to uh, Monday Night Raw. I don't get it. So before I get too sad and uh, start weeping on my uh, computer screen, let me um, take you through a more uh, in-depth rundown of, of Monday Night Raw. And I promise you I will try to make it more entertaining than uh, Vince and Bruce do on Monday Night Raw, because unlike those two, I actually have the ability to be entertained. Bruce Pritchard. Just saying. (laughs) I love you. You dropped the F-bomb before I did. Okay, which in and of itself... (laughs) Maybe maybe history for this for this show uh, in general. Um, so let, let's see. So yes, they they start my birthday episode of Monday Night Raw with a tag team battle royal. Oh really? Okay, that's uh, I they had a tag team battle royal. Okay. Okay, and and look, the only legitimate tag teams. I'm sorry, in this I'm, sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before you go on, was there a reason for this tag team battle royal? 
Yeah, to crown uh, number one contenders for um, the Raw Tag Team titles. Okay, go on. <laughs> so there are there are a couple of things that I want to point out here. Number number one, there were only two legitimate tag teams in this match to begin with. Uh, that, of course, being the New Day and the Viking Raiders. The rest of these teams, I don't care what you say, they could be held together by scotch tape, but that doesn't make them a legitimate tag team. Well, who, who are the teams in this uh, Battle Royale? Um, let's, let's see here. Hold on. Let me, let me get them for you. So it was the New Day, Mason T-Bar, and the uh, the Viking Raiders and Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, but but here's the thing, right? So this is another thing that pisses me off. Lindsay Dorado and John Morrison were both individually in this match, representing their tag teams Wait, because what? What? why? That's stupid. Well, well, I'm, you're you're kill, you're killing the buzz of my punchline. One, one. This, this is my review, goddammit. <laughs> oh, God. But, but to to your credit, you're you're already uh, seeing where I'm going with this because unlike Monday Night Raw, you actually have a brain cell. Um. So. Why are Lindsay Dorado and John Morrison in this match, you ask? Well, that's a damn good question, because I was asking myself uh, that very thing. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Graham Metalik and The Miz are both individually out with injuries. So I have to echo Elio's question and saying, why the fuck are they in a tag team battle royal with a number one contendership for the Raw tag team titles on the line? What, hap- what happens if John uh, Morrison or Lindsay Dorado win this thing? Now, now we, we know that that's not going to happen or that wasn't going to happen. Well, I have a question. But, yeah. Didn't Miz just return from an injury? No, he's still out. He'll be out. Oh, he's still okay. Well, he's still out with the injury. Okay, I thought I thought. Oh yeah, he'll he'll be out for a while. He tore his ACL. Oh yeah, he must be good. No, no, the fans, fans, Michael is literally taking bullsh
I mean, the match itself was boring. It's just so predictable. And then after this, after this match, we get highlights of Nikki beating Rhea in the Beat the Clock Challenge because Rhea can't see giant fucking digital numbers on the Titantron. Indicating because she's, because she's, too, she's too busy telling Nikki that hurry up, time's running out. Yeah, well, time's running out on my patients for what they're doing to Rhea Ripley on the main roster. Don't what tell, the fuck? Don't, don't, don't tell Nikki to hurry up. You hurry up. Time's running out for you as well, duh. Well, time should be running out for her on Monday Night Raw, at least under this fucking gimmick. What happened to Rhea Ripley in NXT? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the same thing that happened to Shayna Baszler from NXT. The same thing that happened to Ricochet from NXT. The same thing that happened to Andrade from NXT. The same thing that happened to Aleister Black from NXT. The same thing that happens to every fucking talent that comes out of NXT. Not named Seth Rollins. Damn. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Did I go on a rant? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, moving, moving on. Um, so, so Rhea's, Rhea and Charlotte are backstage arguing with Pierce um, to determine who, who gets a... Um, a, a title match. And then Pierce comes to a compromise and Rhea and Charlotte are taking on Nikki and a partner of her choosing, which turns out to be Asuka. We'll get to that in a minute. I have to take a break because the fact that Charlotte, that Charlotte and Asuka are in the same match once again just makes me physically ill. Uh, not that it's necessarily a bad match, but how many fucking times do we have to fucking see this fucking thing? And uh, in, in, in case you you uh, miss that, I was trying to break my, my record for number of F-bombs I can use in one sentence because that's how frustrated I am with the, with the concept of Monday Night Fucking Roll at this point. See what I did there? I saw it. Very good. Well, you didn't actually see it because you're staring at your phone or whatever the fuck. Just like I wish I was doing when I'm watching Monday Night Raw. But no, but I, I heard you and I'll, I'll explain. I'll, I'll tell you something funny off air or even at the end of the show. Okay, very good. Um, and then, so this is, this is how stupid... Uh, WWE makes their tag teams look. So remember how I said that the Viking Raiders won the the Battle Royal and are now number one contenders for the, for the um for the tag team titles. The Viking Raiders. How how for how long we are not <sighs> okay. I'm so, not, I'm not... so so they're slapping each other and they're looking for chicken legs backstage to celebrate. Why? What? Uh, uh. God. What are they doing to these guys? What are they done to the two uh Beard Hansen and uh, Raymond Rowe? What have they done? I don't fucking know. Okay, so then Elias versus Riker. 
after after Elias attempts to cut a promo on Jackson Riker, explain why I have, I have, I have, I have a question. Who's the face in this one, or are they both still heels? It's Jackson Riker. He's a face, or is he a heel? Yeah, it, he's a face. He came out with a different look. He's got a haircut. I can't see him as a face. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's just kind of challenging. But I I just, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then speaking of making it hard to care, it's time for the championship contract signing with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Uh, How many times have we seen this match? Um, I don't want to see it again. It Wait, did you no say it was like eight times? At least, and I was I was being conservative yeah. uh, with my with my estimation. Um, I'm not even going to uh, to detail this contract signing because that's how boring it was, and I am a sleep. And then here comes here comes Asuka as she is revealed to be the tag team partner of Nikki Cross is choosing against Charlotte and Henrya Ripley. Nobody gives a fuck. We've seen this before. That is so strange. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair when they're both like uh, opposite on on opposite sides. Yeah, well, their match hadn't happened yet. It was just revealed that Nikki Cross had chosen her. And then they end up hugging and dancing and doing their own fucking shimmy. And what the fuck has happened to Nikki Cross and Asuka? I'll never understand. Um, But uh, it's just Ricochet versus Humberto Carrillo. If I told you I watched a second of this match, I'd be lying to you. I went and got a clicky. And by the time I came back, the match was over. Thank God for small miracles, ladies and gentlemen. Small miracles. Then we have Jeff Hardy versus Cedric Alexander. And this this is what really confuses me. Because on on its face, this is a throwaway match because... Jeff Hardy and Cedric Alexander have had absolutely nothing to do with each other whatsoever. But then you start listening to the commentary and um, and they keep trying to put over the fact that Jeff Hardy has so much respect for Shelton Benjamin, which is why he took up for him against Cedric Alexander this week after um, after um, Sh- Sheldon and Cedric had a like a one minute uh, encounter last week. Okay, is it just me? This is me or Cedric Alexander's promo was terrible. Oh, they are. Okay, they, so it's just me. Okay, good. <laughs> oh my god. They, they definitely are. I mean, he is a fantastic wrestler, but he can't cut a promo to save his life. Um. But that still doesn't excuse what they're doing to him. He, he, he definitely deserves better than this. Right. So, I, I mean, but but my point being, what have Jeff Hardy and, and Shelton Benjamin ever done together where Jeff Hardy would, would have this long established history with Shelton Benjamin enough to take up for him? I can't with, think of anything. 
with Cedric Alexander. And they didn't explain any history between the two of them because there isn't any. Um, and, and this was just such a stretch, it was embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing, Nikki Cross and I, see, I hate doing this, but I think just just by the the nature of the match, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to call this a low point because I just don't care. We have seen this combination of, of uh, Asuka and Charlotte too many goddamn times. Uh, between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, we've seen enemies form tag teams so many times that nobody gives a fuck. Um, and a more pressing question is why was this match given 13 minutes and 25 seconds when everybody knew ahead of time that that um, sh- that Charlotte and Rhea were not gonna get, were not gonna get along and they were gonna lose. I don't I don't understand. Um, Drew Gulak versus Mansoor. Nobody gives a fuck. This was two minutes and nineteen seconds. I don't know. Apparently, uh, Mansoor is a big star in in Saudi Arabia. I don't care. And, well, I don't. I don't care either. But I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, but but like, how do you? But my my point being, how am I supposed to give a fuck about Drew Gulak after the man had a rose shoved up his ass crack by Angel Garza? You know, it, it's just why the fuck would I? Do, why, why the fuck would I or anyone else watching this fucking shit show? Take this seriously. I don't. And I've seen. You know, uh, keep talking because I'm gonna. I have to look something up. It's gonna bother me. Okay. And then, well, while Elio does his own research to avoid being bothered, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you the truth. I I I had a physical, visceral reaction. To this Shayna Baszler uh, and Lily segment to end the show, which I already I already heavily alluded to earlier, but I have to mention it again because if I don't, my head's gonna fucking explode. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, at this point in the show, I would like to host a moment of silence in remembrance of the career of Shayna Baszler. Thanks for playing. You guys are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just like, what the, you know, what, what are we supposed to think here? Why, why is Shayna Baszler, of all people, being made to look like a, like a dipshit who's afraid of a doll? Okay, Ben. I mean, this isn't, this isn't. A, a Chucky movie from the '90s, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is 2021 Monday Night Raw, and this is just absolutely ridiculous. We have to go back for a minute. Men Mansoor was signed to the being 2018. Okay. Yeah. And they bring him up now. Why? Why now? 
Because WWE is gearing up to get back on the road, which means that I guarantee you, before too long, they're going to be looking to get back to Saudi Arabia for their latest check of blood money. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. And to be honest with you, and this is nothing against Mansoor because I haven't seen enough of him to render an opinion, but. Trying to make Mansoor your big star in in Saudi Arabia along the same lines of what you tried to do with Jinder Mahal in India or um, or say Asuka and Kyrie Zane in Japan. Uh, this is not going to do you any favors. Um, talking directly to Mansoor, you need to. I understand that he's from Saudi Arabia. That's his home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not going after the man for that. Um, but I cannot describe to you the, the amount of bile that rises in my throat every time I have to think about this arrangement between WWE and Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. It makes me fucking sick. And I'd rather not have to go on another rant um, because I've already done that on enough uh, um, past episodes of our show. Um, And uh, I'm just trying to avoid having my head explode because I'm trying to have a good time this weekend. Uh, But it, it, it makes me physically ill. It really does. Much, much like watching WWE Raw on any Monday night does, but this episode was particularly um, steep in the bullshit department. Um, so with that being said, we'll uh, we'll take a break and uh, toss it over to Elio um, for, for his turn. All right, we're going to look at NXT now, and uh, let's see what we have here. So, of course, this being the go-home show for this Sunday's In Your House uh, pay-per-view. NXT TakeOver In Your House, and let's see what... All right, so NXT. So we start off with two dud matches. The first one being... Grayson Waller defeating Sunil Singh. And in the second dark match, we have Aria Davari and Tony Nese defeating the team of Aries Sterling and Asher Hale, who we have seen on a past episode of NXT. Yes, sir. All right, so the opening match is Oni Lorcan defeating Austin Theory in 12 minutes, 35 seconds. And then we have oh. Isaiah Scott defeating Killing Dane. I like I, I really like Isaiah Scott. I, I really hope they keep the momentum going with him. I don't understand why uh okay, now you always know uh, that we over to the podcast uh did cover NXT on the Saturday show. Yeah. Right there, they're not the uh, big fans of Hit Row. Uh you know what? I kinda like the music, the whole like yeah, I, I, mean, I have to see them though in the in the ring. I'm not still not sold on Scott, but I do like this new character. 
Yeah, I mean, look, their their la- their last couple promos have not been as good as their initial w- ones. Um, but having said that, I'm still I'm still very intrigued to see where they go with Hit Row. Like I do like that, that first promo where I see it said uh, something spooky is about to happen. That one was kind of a dark promo, I have to say. I kind of enjoyed that one. Yeah, I did too. Uh, then we have uh, Mercedes Martinez defeating Cameron Brunet. And this was a squash match. I mean, 15 seconds. This was definitely a squash match with uh, 15 seconds Mercedes Martinez winning. Then we had the Cruzillian veterans defeating the team of August Gray and Eichmann Shiro. Okay. What's, what's with all the squash matches? Like, I, that's, that's what I don't understand. Like, this one, they gave four minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, now, hold on. Is, uh, is that guy still around? Malcolm Bivens or whatever his name is? I'm not sure. I haven't seen him. August Gray. I'm not sold on August Gray. I, I well, neither am I to tell you the truth. He reminds me of Rust Taylor or Taylor Rust. I don't know. I don't know. Like how original WB just took his two names and switched them around. Well, that's because that's because they have the the creativity of a of a box of crayons. Like his name is Tyler Rust in ROH, and they just go, "Oh, we're gonna call you Rust Taylor." <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> It, it, just, it just shows WWE's complete lack of creativity. And in the main event, we have Ember Moon defeating the Kodakai by disqualification in 12 minutes, 31 seconds. Well, well that, that makes sense, considering that, um, that uh, Ember Moon is scheduled to go up against uh, Raquel Gonzalez at uh, NXT in her house. And we are going to get into that at the, towards the end of the show. So that is Absolutely. our next that is our next report. Um, can before, I, before, before before we move on, my apologies. Can I just say something? No, I'm going to be very honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I have I have been an ardent NXT supporter. Uh, from the get-go, as, as soon as they started building NXT in, into you know um, what it has become, once they got past the you know the game show stuff, I I have been number one on the NXT hype train. But you know what? For the last two weeks, I have not watched NXT, and that was on purpose because. It's not that necessarily that the in-ring product is bad or or the promos are bad. It's just I needed a break because when you compare NXT to what it was versus what it is now, that there is no comparison. And I was curious, so I did a bit of research. Um, earlier this week, and and what I what I found was quite interesting. 
because I found several tweets comparing, you know, NXT to to the main roster, and but some were some were still defending NXT as if it's as if it's still awesome. But here, here's my thing. Um, coming from a guy who remembers those awesome NXT takeover encounters between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. You had, you know, Andrade versus uh, Drew McIntyre, which was a very good one. Um, you had Adam Cole against any number of guys. Um, you know, Bailey versus um, Sasha Banks, the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. That was my um, favorite one. That at, one was well, my favorite of the two well, they had. The last man stand, last woman standing match was good as well. Those are two of my favorites. But but yeah, but the original was 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 better. But yeah, um, that that's just me. Um, but my my point being is NXT lacks what they originally had. Um. And so, yeah, while I, while I agree with people that say NXT is still so much better than the main roster, yes, I, I, I would agree with you there. The reason why NXT has to take um, some responsibility for the dive and has to take some of my criticism is because it's nowhere near where it is. Um, or where it was and where I feel it needs to be to, uh, to, to um, you know, compensate for the shortcomings of the main roster. And, and that's another thing that, that, that takes me out of NXT because anybody I get invested in with NXT, I know exactly what's going to happen to them on the main roster. And, um, and speaking of that, um, it, in the uh, in the midst of me doing all my research, I ran into some comments that Triple H made uh, earlier in the week, and um, you know it pretty much boiled down to the old uh, go-to of corporate kiss ass, um, which I absolutely despise. That being, if you don't like it, don't watch. Motherfucker. Fair criticism is not me bitching about the product. This is this is this is coming from from two guys who have watched wrestling their entire lives, and you're gonna tell us. And many other people, and trust me, I understand about social media cretins and whatever. That's why I hardly use social media because I can't, I can't stand these fucking people. Um, especially on, um, tw- especially on Twitter, which is why I keep my, uh, which is why I keep my follower list uh, very minimal because I know they're cool people, and they're not bullshit artists anyway. Um, before I go on another uh, on another rant regarding uh, 
the level of hatred for social media. Um, but it's just, I really hate that because it, it's, it's not fair to the fans who are trying to make a legitimate point. It's one thing if you dismiss the fans who who are bitching about this, that, and ever and everything. Um, you know there are, there are ways to put your your stuff out there in a legitimate fashion, and then there's bitching and crying. But unfortunately, I feel like fans like us get lumped in with the bitching and crying when all we're trying to do is make a legitimate point, and then and then after we get done making those legitimate points, we have to listen to Triple H of all fucking people tell us if you don't like it, don't watch. Uh, which which raises my fucking ire because all I want to say is, uh, boss, um, test me. I know this product. I know where it was. I know where it is. Talking about NXT and 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 look, just because, just because I say something you don't like, you're gonna tell me don't if you don't like it, don't watch. Is Triple H becoming like Vince? I have a question. Is Triple H, is Triple H becoming like Vince McMahon? Well, I, I, but to a large degree, yeah, I, I would say. Um, but then, then again. Just out of out of complete fairness to the guy, you know what is what is he gonna say? I mean, he can't say anything else. I I, I get that, but it's just it, it frustrates me that he's such a corporate yes person. But I suppose he has to be consider, considering who his father-in-law is. But it's it's just it's very frustrating. Because there's a difference between between hating on something and fairly criticizing something. Anyway, uh, I, ju- I just had to make that distinction. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, toss it over to uh, Elio for his take on AEW this week. What's up, Elio? AEW. So let's see what we have here for AEW. Oh, wait, am I doing AEW or are you doing that? Oh, uh, oh am I? Um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I got wrapped up because I was finishing a rant and then just by, you know. I know you were. Look at your name. Uh, what is my what does my uh, name say? I can't see my name. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm. <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me uh, let me pull the um, the AEW stuff up. Okay. We're good. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I apologize. AEW is my segment of the show. I I kind of uh, started a rant going off on NXT and just out of habit. I 
toss the mic back over to Elio before I even uh, got to my segment of the show. But have no fear because I realized my uh, my uh, mistake and I'm here to correct it. So AEW, uh, God, I cannot wait for AEW to get back on the road because I just I I. It needs a change of venue. Did you watch this on Friday night or? Uh, yeah. Okay, because I didn't watch it. I haven't recorded, but I I'm still gonna still watch it uh, for the other show. Go on. Um. Well, the opener was very blah. It was Angelico versus Christian. Um. I didn't care. Then it was um, Pac, Penta, and El Cerro Miedo, um, a.k.a. Pentagon, who can't use that name because of a uh, uh, trademark problem or something, uh, versus the, the Young Bucks and their Young Bitch, a.k.a. Brandon Cutler. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm... It's actually young boy, but I call him young bitch on purpose. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I really like uh, Eddie Kingston uh, and um, and Penta and Pac, um, but the 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 Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler as a tag team, I don't, I don't think so. I, I really, um, I, I just, I don't get it because I feel like, so, I feel like a lot of the time the Bucks can turn it up to like big pay-per-view matches because I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed their, uh, pay-per-view match at, um, at, uh, you know, uh, double or nothing, but, here it, it just it doesn't land. Um, let's see, and then we're back from the break, and here comes the pinnacle. Uh, I I love this promo. This was a highlight. MJF gets on the mic and says he's not in the mood for our shit. Uh, Dax says Stadium Stampede didn't go the way he thought. Because it's not for men like them. Uh, and um, <clears throat> he, he, he says uh, they don't fight the way Sant- Santana and Ortiz do, but they're, they're similar and they've never lost their edge. Uh, Dax reminds us all that he has a wife, family, kids, and a bank account. Um, I have a family and a bank account and not a wife and kid. I don't know why we needed that inf- information from uh, from uh, from cash. Um, you know, I, I did, it's about as useful as the information I just gave you regarding my personal life. No, nobody gives a shit. Um, you know, I... Uh, The one, the one thing that, that annoys me is, you know, I love Jericho's work in, in these promos, 
but it's 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 all the same thing because you know eventually you know inner story is going to come out and uh confront the pinnacle and then Jake Hager and uh, Wardlow go over their cage match that's scheduled for next week. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, and then, and then for some reason, uh, Darby does not want um, Sting's help in his handicap match against Paige and Sky. I'm not sure why Darby Allen wants a, wants a uh, handicap match with these two. They didn't really make it clear. He didn't really he didn't really fare too well the last time he faced one of the, one of the, one of these guys because if you'll recall at double or nothing he got thrown down a set of concrete steps by by Paige. Uh, so that that didn't go very well, but out of respect, a sting is going to step aside and off and off we go. Um, and then and then they try to uh, see the middle of this show kind of lost me and, and they didn't really um, they didn't really get me back until uh, until the main event to tell you the truth. Um, because somebody has to explain to me why I'm supposed to care about uh, Lance Archer in another squash match, or why why would I care about about Evil and Miro? You know, they tried to use Uno's connection to Brody Lee. And that was a nice video package, but we all know Miro is going to kill people and dominate, and, and that's fine. But I just, you know, it, it doesn't need to take up this amount of time. And then the, the low light of all low lights, as is always the case on any show she, she shows up on, Nyla Rose versus Layla Hirsch. And I'm sorry, anything regarding Nyla Rose, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm sorry, I, I I don't find her entertaining. I don't I don't think she's a good wrestler. It, it just is what it is. But we get back uh, we get we get back on on a on a good foot to end the show. Uh, and and if you're gonna watch anything from this show, uh, watch the main event, which was Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs versus 10 and Hangman Page, and it, it really does seem like Team Taz is headed for um, the Heartbreak Hotel in Vegas at this point, um, because they are clearly on the outs. Um, but this, this match was fantastic. Um, and surprisingly, the guy that... Uh, stole my attention here uh, was 10. I thought he looked really good. Um, this was the best showing that I've seen from him. And uh, But once again, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm scrolling down to the rating department of the review I'm looking at, I have to say why. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Elio, out of everything I described to you, uh, just now, what would you rank this show based off what I told you? 
Five, six. I I would go five five point five. That's 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 where I'm that that's where I would put it. Uh, honestly, I'm not just saying that to bitch. I'm just being honest. Okay. Uh, um, this review gave him a seven out of ten. What? And and I know you haven't seen the show, but. If you do sit down and watch it, I would really appreciate uh, I would really appreciate a message and, and, and explain to me uh, why you think that these people gave this episode a seven. Or maybe I just had my head up my ass and you thought it was good and you thought it was a seven as well. Okay. But well, I, I have I, to watch anyways for uh, Wednesday time. So yeah, I can, I'll, I'll message you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because to me it was nowhere in the realm of a seven. Now hold so. on, before we go on, um, we we have to back up um, for a second because we have to like I don't think we rated uh, the other shows um, for, to, in in the in the weekly race. Right, well, Monday, Monday was an F for sure. Okay. So NXT, from what you heard on my report, um, NXT, I would give a, a B minus. Okay, so AEW, we gave it a five, which is what does that translate to again? That. Well, I got I gotta put it above Monday Night Raw. So no, no, we'll, what, we'll, what, yeah, what is that translated to again in uh, letters for you? Well, that that's a fifty, so that would still be an F. But just because just because of what um, Monday Night Raw is, I'm gonna have to give um, AEW a D plus because it was it was definitely better than Monday Night Raw. Hey. And oh, NXT UK is is a that blank. Okay, and no, so is that it for the AEW? Yeah. All right, let's move over to SmackDown. Oh boy, <laughs> um, you saw this, I'm sure. Yes. All right, our opening match. Our opening match starts with Biggie and Kevin Owens defeating Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn. Now, afterwards, Apollo Crews got got on the mic and um said that they never lost. The only reason Owens and um Biggie won is because he had an incompetent tag team partner, Sami Zayn. And uh, Commander Aziz uh, picks Zayn up and uh, drops him with uh, that. That one move and um the Nigerian nail. Yeah, okay. So he drops him with the Nigerian nail and um so Apollo challenges uh, Biggie and Kevin Owens to a rematch next week against him and his partner, Commander Aziz. Oh god. You know, I I, I really do like all, all of these guys. Um, but they, they really do got to get some new blood in the intercontinental title scene. We, I mean, we've we've seen this all year long, and it's just the same thing. I'm not looking forward to Commander Aziz. We've already seen him. I I, I wasn't sure what to think of Omos or whatever, but 
I'd rather see him than uh, Commander Aziz. Yeah. Because at least uh, Omas is like huge, like he's thin, he's tall, and he like he actually do stuff. I I don't know, like I'm not sure what this guy can do. Uh, talking about Commander Aziz, I agree. All right, and um, do you have your TV on? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host is uh, multitasking here. He's doing he's doing visual research. What are we watching, sir? Share with the audience. Um, I honestly don't know what this is. I I have it on I have it on mute. <laughs> um, let me uh, let me get the uh, remote, and I will hit info, and we'll we'll, we'll see what's on. See. This is this is what I do when it comes to like Monday Night Raw or uh, or any main roster programming because um, if I could reach my remote, let's see how far my headphones go. Oh, uh, hey, hang on. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, my co-host uh, grabs the remote. <laughs> We're going to move on to the second match. This was a rematch from the previous week. Liv Morgan defeating Carmella this time around. Whereas last week, Carmella defeats Liv Morgan. And my co-host has returned. Let's see what... Oh, Jesus. Putting the headphones back up. What do we got? Okay. It's a movie called Crazy Rich Asians. Is it a TV show or is that a movie? Is it the movie? It's a movie. Okay, because I know there's a TV show. I think I believe they made from that one. God, I don't know. But anyway, all right. Well, so I, I, I was I was watching a movie before the before the uh, podcast started this evening, and I just I had it on the same channel. So, uh, what was that one that you were watching? Blended with uh, Drew Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. It was Drew McIntyre. <laughs> you almost oh, said uh, McIntyre. I heard you. No, I didn't say McIntyre. I said no. Drew I said Barrymore. you almost did. Oh, um, but um, yeah. I mean, it was stupid, but it was funny. But I'm not sure what uh, what this crazy rich Asian thing is. Um, yeah. All right, so I was just saying about uh, Liv Morgan defeating Carmella this week, whereas uh, Carmella picked up the win last week. You know, what are they calling her? The most beautiful woman on SmackDown? Yeah. Okay. The most beautiful woman in the WWE. I would, um, I mean, she is beautiful, though. I mean, I'm not being an asshole, but, you yeah. know. I know, we put her in Team Yummy, so. <laughs> but come on. Exactly. So. Okay, then uh, we move on to the third match. We had Montez for defeating Chad Gable by DQ after Otis interferes and lays out Montez Ford. Okay. The, the, biggest, the biggest note about that match was Otis was beardless and, and you know, it was, it was just 
if that's the biggest takeaway from a match, you got a problem. And in the final match of the evening, we had Shinsuke Nakamura defeating King Corbin. And the the final segment of the night to close out the show, we had Rey Mysterio calling out Roman Reigns and challenging him to a match at Hell in a Cell. Of course, um, Reigns uh, getting attacked by Mysterio with a kendo stick and um, Reigns lands a Superman punch. But of course, Dominic comes out to help and he gets laid out as well. And then uh, pretty much that was a whole segment. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, um, based on how they shot it, I, I mean, we still don't know where uh, where Dom landed. He, he, st- he still might be flying through the air somewhere. And just uh, stop with the cameras. I hate that. You know, that's what makes it hard to watch. To watch. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it was it was it was a cool uh, visual. At least it didn't show the crash pad or whatever. But um, but it it, it, it came off weird. But, but uh, go on. I mean, credit to Dom for taking the bump or whatever. But you know, it's just uh, I and look, you know, I'm a Rey Mysterio guy, but I'm just I'm not feeling this situation because. The match is next week, and this is the this is all this is the first verbal interaction the two of them have had. And no build up. Well, it, the build up started last week, but I I, I gotta tell you, I, I mean, we all know Roman's not gonna lose, and he shouldn't. By the no, way, no, but I'm, I'm saying they started last week, but still they didn't build it up enough. I mean, two weeks and that's it. That's all they gave it. But it's just it it's it's very hard for me to get invested in these things when when WWE gives it that little effort. I'm telling Raw and SmackDown make it so difficult to watch when they start doing that stupid camera zoom in and out. Oh, oh it gives me a headache. I don't. I that's why it's hard so hard for me to watch every week. I just can't. I'm like sitting there, and all of a sudden they start. I'm like, what? Stop. Well, I, I agree. I agree. NXT doesn't do that. Well, no, they don't. Thank God. Yeah, so, we, do have, we do have a little bit of a break on a weekly yeah. basis. <laughs> so that is a review of SmackDown. Ben, what do you have for SmackDown this week? Um, I would have to give it a, a C+. Plus. All right. Uh, yeah, based on... Um, the only good thing were the beginning and the ending, and uh, the, the the middle parts with a rain rains confronting Jimmy. Yeah, I mean that was good, but the anything not involving Roman Reigns just sucks. So it looks like from the this table I have in front of me, some, um, NXT wins this week uh, with a B minus. So Fair NXT. Enough. NXT in first place, SmackDown second, AEW third, and Raw's in last. <laughs> Very good. 
as it should be because <laughs> that product that product is just an abomination all right now we are going to get into our predictions for tomorrow night's nxt takeover in your house ben are looking forward to this pay-per-view uh, yes, I am because the in ring stuff should be great. All right, let's see what we got here. So, we're gonna go from bottom to top. Our first match we have for the NXT Tag Team Championships North American champion Bronson Reed teams up with MSK, the tag team champions, to the, take on Legado del Fantasma. Who do you have? Um, I, I'm sorry, say that again. Sorry, it was a winner takes all six man tag match for the North American oh, Championship oh, okay. and the okay. tag team. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I got you. Um, I was, I was looking at the wrong place on the screen. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would, ha- I would still have to say, um, that it, um, well. Now, now I'm kind of confused because I can't, I can't see MSK losing the, the tag team belts. But then again, why why would you put the North American title on on one of them? You know. Um. So for that, I'm gonna well, have to uh, say they're, they're, they're not gonna have the North American because Bronson Reed's the North American champion. Oh, 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 it's a, okay, yeah, um, okay, no, it was just, it was, it was, it was written weird here, um, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to say Bronson Reed and MSK, because, because they both just won the titles. Yep, and I'm gonna go with the same, I'm going with Bronson Reed and MSK on this one. Next, we have for the NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez defending the title against Ember Moon. I'm going with uh, Raquel Gonzalez on this one. Uh, Me too. And then we have Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. As much as I like uh, Mercedes Martinez, I'm going to go with Zia Lee on this one. Uh, Same, absolutely. And then we have for the Million Dollar Championship, in the ladder match, Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. I'm going with Cameron Grimes. I'm going to the moon. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a- <coughs> no. I'm going to the moon with no, Cameron Grimes. To the VIP lounge. Oh fuck off! No, we don't. We don't. That need just doesn't sound. Don't. That doesn't sound the same. Get out. Stick we, to we, the moon. Uh, yeah, we, we don't. We don't need another MVP. Although MVP is awesome at what he does, we just don't need it. Um, okay. go on. Yeah, Cameron Grimes. Then for the NXT Championship, Kerry Cross defending against Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. Karen Cross, obviously. I'm going Karen Cross as well. All right, that is our. Which, you know, uh, one more thing. I was kind of, I wasn't sold on having a five way, to tell you the truth. Um, but then I started to think, well, Karen Cross has already beaten, you know, all of these guys one on one. So why not? So it, it makes sense. 
But, but, but I, ha- I have to tell you, I think, I think Adam Cole needs to be done with NXT after this, because I don't, I don't see, um, I don't see what else they can do with him after this. All right. Okay, so that is our review of NXT now. Before we close out the show, Ben, I found some trivia for you. Oh, very good. Now, let me ask you a question, sir. That question being, how well do you know Seamus? Um, I'm pretty familiar, yeah. All right, so let's take a look at what we have here. Question number one. Who did Seamus beat to win the world title? Mark Henry, The Rock, Edge, or Daniel Bryan? Oh, God. Um... You Mark the, Henry? Sorry? Mark Henry? Daniel Bryan. Oh, poo. No, I, remember I thought that WrestleMania, was... 18 seconds? Well, yeah, but I thought that was for the U.S. title. No, that was the world title. Okay. Wait a minute. Will. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Hold on. Now we gotta look that up because what the fuck WWE? Are you crazy? Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, I gotta look this up because I'm gonna be upset. Hold on, you know what? Let me ask Google. Hi, Google. Did Seamus beat, no. Who did Seamus beat for the world title? According to Inside the Ropes, Seamus' most famous WrestleMania appearance came at WrestleMania 28, where he pinned Daniel Bryan in 18 seconds to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I feel kind of stupid, but yeah. Okay. Next question. Sheamus has won all of the following matches except for which one? The Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, or King of the Ring? I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't hear that at all. Okay, which match out of the following matches, which one did Sheamus not win? Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, or King of the Ring? Um Elimination Chamber. Correct. Okay. True or false? Sheamus is the first Irish-born WWE champion. Uh, true. Correct. Sheamus won the 2012 Royal Rumble. What number did he enter that match at? 22, 23, 27, or 29? Um, 20... 27. 22. Oh, Bill. 
<laughs> which of which of the following has he not teamed with? Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Triple H, or John Cena? I heard the question. Run down the choices again. Okay, your choices are Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Triple H, or John Cena. Triple H. Correct. Now, Sheamus is a how many time tag team champion? Two time, three times, four time, or five time tag team champion? Um, four. Five. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay, true or false? He defeated John Cena in his first one-on-one pay-per-view match. Oh, God. Um, false. True. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing too well here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's the trivia for this week. Um, before we go, I just want to tell the fans that um, aside from this podcast with my co-host Ben, I also have another podcast. I'm part of the WPOV Network, the Wrestling POV. Of course, POV stands for Point of View. Doesn't send for penis over vagina band. Get your, get your <laughs> head out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> this took a turn um, that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Um, so, <laughs> why, part- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, had to, I had to ask Elio a question at sidebar. Why would I be thinking of penis over vagina in, in that context? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell. I'll tell you about that off air. It's, it's just the way the way that came about. Okay. Good God. Okay. But, um. So I'm part of the WPOV, and uh, of course, WPOV point of view. Um. So of course, there's the original WPOV, which can be found on Saturdays. It's with Tony Diaz and the third wheel, Rex Renner the third. Then there's WPOV Global with the legend TJ Logan, myself, the gentleman Elio Canella, and the lone wolf Annie Anderson that can be found on Thursdays. We have WPOV Quarantine, where we are joined by a panel of guests from authors to wrestlers. We've had past guests like Savio Vega, Bushwhacker Luke, Dilo Brown, and Ron Fuller, and that comes out every Wednesday. And then, of course, we have WPOV Aftermath, which is found on Sundays after every WB pay-per-view. And we also have T-shirts. We have five designs, three for WPOV, two for Global. Go to prowrestlingtees.com, backslash wrestling POV, and get yours today. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I didn't realize you had a t-shirt. I gotta get me one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. You never saw the t-shirts, did you? 
No, I never did. No, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture of the t-shirts. Oh, really? So, um, Ben, we say we, uh, to, sorry? I might just have to order one. We say we uh, bring the show to a close. Absolutely. All right, fans, NXT take over in your house tomorrow night. We'll be back on QC, is it, with our recap? Uh, yeah, and then uh, Friday. Or do you want to um, just do the recap on Friday? Let's let's just do the recap on Friday. Um, so, all right, sounds good. We'll 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 put that in before we do Hell in a Cell, or we'll yeah, pull, we'll, no, we'll bookend it. We'll book, do the recap at the beginning and the Hell in a Cell at the end. Okay. All right. Cool. So we will be back on Friday with the recap of Twenty uh, Eight Century Takeover in your house. For my co-host Ben. I'm Elio. This is PNC Progress Wrestling Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next week. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. See ya. It's fire, it's freedom, it's